Hey, this is Clint Shuttlesworth. I'm the pastor at Valiant Church, and this is our podcast. I hope our time together will help you see God working in your life and that he loves you so much. Our prayer for you is that you will continue to chase after God with all your heart and go out and love on some people. So with that being said, we hope you enjoy the message. How many of you in this place would would call yourself a world-class warrior? Raise your hand. Come on. Be proud of it. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Everyone look around now. Keep those hands up. No, don't be shooting now because I said look, at, look around now. Now you know who the world-class warriors are. Okay. For, for, for the, not warrior, but warrior, I'm, I'm bad at English. It's okay. I, I think I made a C in that class. Um, actually, I probably lied. It's probably a D, but anyways, it don't matter. Some of us, here's the truth. Some of us have, this is 2018. That's too th- I know. Hold on a second. Let me preach. Let me preach. You want the mic? Leonard, come up here. I'm just kidding. I love you, man. I know. I know. I tricked y'all. This is 2018. Over there is 2019. And we have, we have all this worry on our shoulders. And what God has been showing us and what he was trying to get, get to us in 2018 is shake it off. Shake it off before you cross over. Shake it off before you cross over the Jordan. Shake it off. And what we've done is we've shaken some off, but we've held on to it. And we've drugged it across over into 2019. And it's worse than it ever has been before. We are worrying more than we ever have been before because we've carried extra luggage with us and and Satan uses that, and, and he pounces on you, and he, and he says, see, it's never going to change, never going to change. It's a brand new year. You still got the same problems you had in 2018. Let me just tell you this. Just because of one day doesn't mean everything changes. Just one day. It's one calendar day. Just because the, 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 the number changes doesn't mean that you have changed. You have got to allow God to take some things from you, but you've got to release that to him. Amen? Are you awake this morning? Yeah. I want to see everybody's notes. Who, where's your notes at? Because you should be writing notes already. Writing notes? Look, Jesus loves note takers, and the enemy hates note takers. Okay? Get some notes. Come on. Change some things up in 2019. Don't just do the same thing you've always done. Change it up a little bit. I'm going to pastor this morning. I'm going to coach this morning. I'm going to lead this morning. If you're with me, say amen. Come on. I'm going to tell you, the word worry is derived from this this German word, this old English word called worgen. Is anybody doing the, yes, yes. Who's back there? Who's, Adam, you're the man with a plan. Wurgen. I love that word. I hate that word, but I love it because it sounds so funny. Wurgen. Vergen. I got a little bit of German, not much. I was a little bit off. Vergen. Vergen. You know what that means? It means to choke or to strangle. Isn't that, isn't that interesting that we've taken the word worry from Vergen and it means to choke or to, to strangle? Isn't that what the enemy wants to do is to choke out the destiny that God has for you, to strangle you to death so that you can't see straight? Isn't that just seem like maybe some of you are in that, that, that time right now in your life that you feel like life is being choked from you because all you can do is worry? 
You want to worship, but you can't because all you do is worry. And so when we have a, a time of, of worship, you know, of, of, of time of just of reflecting on who God is, you can't because you're worrying. You're worrying. You're worrying if anybody likes you, if, if you feel like you belong to this church or not. Um, you, you worry about what's going to happen after you leave because you go back in the same hell that you left this morning to come and try to get some peace. It's the right kind of quiet in here this morning. It's real life. Listen to this. This is what's crazy, man. I've read this verse so many times in my life, and I, I think about it, and, I, and I, it, it just really stuck out to me this week. Romans 14, 23, everything that does not come from faith is sin. Everything that doesn't come from faith is sin. And worry definitely isn't faith-led. Worry is the sin of distrusting the promises and the power of God in your life. Soak that in for a moment. You better be writing this stuff down. If I walk up to you and you're not taking notes, it's going to be bad. It's going to be so bad. Leonard right now is pulling out his phone. I love Leonard so much. Leonard always takes notes, though. He's always posting something about every time he gets something out of church, every time he comes. It's the good thing about being a part of a small group of people. I get to see everybody. When we're, when we're a couple thousand, 5,000, 10,000 people in the future, I'm not going to be able to see everybody. It's just going to be those that sit in the front row. And so right now I get to see everybody. It's great, and I'm never going to take this for granted. I'm never going to take it for granted because I know what God has for us in the future. And God is setting it up. He's setting it up. Oh, my gosh, it's crazy. I'm just, I get, uh, whoo, ah, it's crazy. <laughs> Worry is the sin of distrusting the promises and the power of God. So, so, so how can we truly worship God if we're not fully trusting in the promises and the goodness of our Father? Because when we worry, we put it all back on, on us. We're, we're trying to control it. We're not trusting God fully. We're, we, we, we don't believe that he's going to come through. We, 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 we'll walk into a room and be like, oh, man, God's so good. And your face starts getting distorted because it's just like, oh, I want to believe it so bad. But I just don't know if he, if he can. And you get like this. It looks really weird. That may not be happening what's on the outside, but on the inside of your spirit, it's just a shriveled mess because you're consumed with sin in your life. And you hashtag it as Christ will come through. But you're walking in sin because anything that's not from faith sin. Oh, man. 2 Timothy 1, 7, New King James Version, busting it out. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. It doesn't say that, that, that God has given us a spirit of fear. 
and of no power and of no love and of a crazy mind. The word of God, if you believe this, this word right here is alive and active, sharpening a double-edged sword, penetrating in the most being of your soul, changing you from the inside out. So if it's alive and it's active, it's telling the truth. And so the truth is saying right here, the truth is saying right here, for God has not given us a spirit of fear. So if God hasn't given us a spirit of fear, then who gives you that fear? The enemy who wants to kill and strangle and destroy and and, and trample and make you doubt and, and, and make you walk in fear. That's what he wants. But you know who the other enemy is to that as well? Is us. Sometimes we, on our own mind, it doesn't, the devil doesn't have to do nothing, we will walk right into that fear. Because we're more comfortable in that fear than we are actually living in peace. Because we've never known peace. And it scares us. What does that mean for my life? What, what does that mean for me? What, does that mean I gotta change things up? Does that, does that mean I gotta ch- change who I am? I want you to turn with me to Matthew chapter 6. Matthew chapter 6. Man. Mm. Matthew chapter 6, starting in verse 24. If you don't have a Bible, guess what? We got Bibles on the window seals here. If you need one, if you don't have a Bible, take one of these. You can have it. It's free. Take it, okay? Um, they're, they're paperback, and so, you know, you can write in it. You can look at it. You can read it. You're going to need glasses because, my goodness, that is some... Seriously small stuff. We're going we're gonna to reorder some large print stuff because Jesus is good. I'm going blind. I hate it. I used to have perfect vision. Good night. I could run that back here. But I want you to turn that or go to the YouVersion app. It's a free Bible app that you can get on your phone or your tablet, and it comes in Android or Apple. It's amazing, and it has all the translations that you ever want in a Bible, and it has, it has Bible studies in there, and it has reading plans in there, and it's great, and you can, you can do that together with one another because you can share that with somebody and say, hey, do this with me. It's, it's an amazing thing. They don't pay me to say this, but it's a free resource. Come on. Use the tools that are right before you. Come on. Use the tools. Matthew 6, 24. Therefore, I tell you, this is Jesus speaking, okay? If you, if you were in a Bible that had red letters in it, this would be red letters, okay? It's red letters on my, on, my, on my iPad because I like to put the word in red letters, all right? Just me. Undo typing, yes. Okay. Don't mess that up. Whew. Matthew 6, 24. Through 34, therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body, or what you will wear. Is not life more than food and body more than clothes? You know what's so crazy about this? <laughs> 2,000 years ago, Jesus said this. Think about it for a moment. What are we worried most about? What are we concerned about? We're concerned about our food. We're concerned about our, our, our body. We're concerned about what we wear still in 2019. So much so that we take pictures of our food. We take pictures of our body. You don't want to see a picture of that. We consume ourselves with diets. And I'm not saying diets are bad. I'm on one. I, I, think, I think we need to 
get a little healthier. I'm going to say that right now. I just, I felt horrible before I started this thing. And, and literally in two days, my, my joints felt better. I didn't have pain in my joints because I got rid of all the sugar. I just felt better. And I'm 42 going on 43 and I, and I'm not getting any younger. Okay. I'm not no spring chicken anymore. I may think I am. My mind may say that I am, but when I play basketball, I hurt like 30 minutes afterwards, and I want to change that. I got kids. I don't ever want them to beat me in sports. They will not beat me in sports. I will always, if Gavin drives on me, I'm going to foul him. I don't care, okay? Shoot. I'm his dad, all right? But look at this. 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 Jesus goes, look at the birds of the air. Look at the birds. Jesus isn't saying this as some hippie thing, some, some, some guy that's stoned like, hey, man, totally, dude. Check out those birds, man. Wow. Dude, check, check them out, man. No, he's not saying. He's saying, look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or, or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. They're not concerned. It's kind of like they're soaring above their problems. They have a higher perspective of what God wants to do in their life, right? They can, they can see when you're up high, you, you have a better vision. Like when I'm fishing and, and, I'm, and, I'm, and, I'm, and I'm searching for fish, I'll get up on the burn bar because I have a, a higher perspective. If, I, if I'm up here on here and, and somebody once told me to stop standing on chairs, I stand on chairs. And so I get a higher perspective. I can see better. Hey, hey, check out the birds. Check out the birds. See their perspective on life. They're not worrying about what they're going to eat. God provides for them. And he goes on to say, aren't you more valuable than birds? I may not be more valuable than you, but I know that I'm more valuable than a bird. Amen? I know that I'm more valuable than a bird. I don't care what Peta says or Peta says. I'm more valuable than a bird. Can any of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your life? No. And why do you worry about clothes? See how the flowers of the field grow? They do not labor or spin. That word spin got me thinking. They don't, they don't worry. Worry is, is this right here. You have a starting place, that, that issue comes up, and you just start spinning, and spinning, and spinning, and spinning. Check out the flowers. Check out the flowers. They don't labor or spin. And you just spin. This is worry right here. This is worry. Some of you are worried that I'm going to get ready to fall down. Listen, with worry, you always wind up in the exact same spot that you started, but you can't see straight. You can barely walk. Let that soak in. 
freedom. I'm, I'm praying freedom right now on people's lives in Jesus Christ's name. Freedom right now in Jesus Christ's name. By your blood, Father, we are healed. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Your word is alive. It's active. Yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all of his splendor was dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow is thrown into the fire, will he not much more clothe you, you of little faith? You of little faith. Remember, anything outside of faith is sin. So stop. So don't worry. Saying, what shall we eat? What shall we drink? What shall we wear? For pagans run after these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them. Listen to verse 33. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. This is why I am going to teach about giving and tithing. But seek first him. It's so important in our lives to fully trust God. Fully. Not just partially, but fully. It's so important, folks. It's so important. And all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. We have got to stop the stranglehold of worry in our life. And we can. You want to know why we can stop the stranglehold of worry in our life? Because if you've accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, he lives within you. The Savior of the world. Let's live like it. Let's praise like it. Let's worship like it. Let's trust like it. I know it's hard. I know, I know not every day you're going to be perfect, but every day you've got to take a step. It may be a small step. It may be a large step. You may jump. You may have to climb, but take that step. Do you hear me? Take it. Take it because your life with him is going to be way better than your life without him. I promise you that. We've got to stop the stranglehold of worry. We've got to stop the spinning. We always, we always spin. We're always spinning. We're spinning. We're spinning. We come into church and we're spinning. And this isn't a, a happy dance. This is absolute chaos in our lives. And we don't know how to stop. But with God, all things are possible. All things, not some things, not, not the things that only, only we can't control, but, but everything. All things with him are possible. All things. So what do we do? What do we do? What do we do? What do we do? How do, how do we do this? Stop the stranglehold of worry. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you three things. I know, three things, blah, 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 blah. Who cares? But three things are note-taking things to write this stuff down, and guess what? Apply it to your life this week. 
Church isn't a place, we've made it to be that. Church isn't a place where we should come in and just consume and, 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 and take, but we need to apply it to our life. We need to apply this word to our life, this life-giving word to our life. And guess what? When we start to apply it, when we start to take the small step, then the, the next step is a little bit easier, and the next step is a little bit easier. And then we're like, oh man, you know what? It's kind of chaotic all around me, but, but I, I just, I feel God with me right now. I understand what his word is saying. I'm going I'm to walk in the truth of, of his word. I'm going to walk in the truth. I'm going to walk hand in hand with my Savior, you can't expect just to, just to hear this word this morning and make it to next week and be okay. You gotta pray. You gotta read the word of God. You've gotta hang out with other Christ-like people that believe the same thing that you believe that's gonna encourage you. You worriers in this room need to find somebody that has found freedom in Christ and you need to hang out with them for a little bit. You need to see what, what they're doing. Not that they're perfect. We can always learn from someone else's mistakes, right? That's why parenting is so hard because you don't want your kids to, to fall down and do the same thing. But sometimes we smother our kids so much. Can I tell you, discipline your kids. It's okay. I'm going to say that from the mic, and I, I'm the pastor, so I can do whatever I want to. If you want to send me an email and you disagree with me, then I'll just send you the word of God that says discipline your kids. So it's fine. You know, whatever. Discipline your kids. They need it. How do we stop the stranglehold of worry? First thing that we need to do and ask God to help us in is I will do what God asked me to do. I will do what God asked me to do. I will do what God asked me to do. James 1, do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourselves. Do what it says. <laughs> we make this walk with Jesus so complicated. We make it so complicated. We, we set all these rules and regulations to what it means to be a Christian. And James goes, yo, man, don't just listen to the word. I mean, pagans listen to the word. I mean, look at the Pharisees. They, they listened to the word. They knew the word, but they didn't apply the word. Don't deceive yourselves by thinking just because you came to church and you heard the pastor give a message and, and you heard the word that, that that's going to be enough for you this week. No, no, no. Do what the word says. Do what this word that is alive says. Trust me in that. That right there should have set somebody free. Think on the right things. Think on the right things. Consume yourself with the right things. See, that right there, when you consume, oh, I, just, I just thought about this, I thought about this. When you're thinking on the right things, guess what? Worry gets choked out. Worry gets choked out by the word of God. Oh, man, that's some good stuff right there. When you're thinking on the word of God, when you're thinking about Jesus, when you're thinking Jesus, that's why we did that at the very beginning of, of this. I, I, wanted to, I, wanted to, I wanted to walk you in some, some freedom. I wanted you to just, to, just, just to learn to say, thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Even, even though the world around me is crumbling, thank you praise you. 
I'm, I'm, learning, I'm learning to trust you. I'm learning to trust you. I wish I could say, all you got to do is just go, I trust God, and all of a sudden you just trust God, and you're just walking around trusting God. You're just walking around trusting God. I got $5, but I got $1,000 in bills. I'm trusting. You know what? You, you got that worry, but, but through, through the chaos, Father, thank you. I'm learning. I'm learning to trust you. Help me today. Help me. I'm learning. I will do what God asked me to do. And you know what the great thing about God is, is he's not going to ask you to do all these crazy things all at once. He's going to ask you to do a small thing first because he knows that if you will just do that small thing first, it's going to give you enough confidence to do the next thing he's asking you to do. God doesn't just push things on you, right? I mean, he doesn't just, he just doesn't go, hey, there's that cliff, you know. Uh, for Sometimes for me, I feel like he does that to me. Um, and so now I've just kind of learned just to jump, you know, freely. And, 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 and sometimes God's like, whoa, I didn't want you to jump that cliff. I wanted you to jump over this little coal over here, but okay, okay, you know, but, but learn to do what he asks you to do one, one step at a time and do what is wise. Do what is wise. Do what is wise. Don't just post your opinions all over social media because you can hide behind a screen, but do what is wise. Do what is wise. The second thing we need to do is I will give God what I cannot do. I will give God what I cannot do. There are just some things that you cannot fix. And men in here want to fix things. We are fixers. We like to fix things. Daniel likes to fix things. <laughs> A little inside joke. What happened last night, it was hilarious, but it's fine. It's fine. It's going to be fixed, but it's not going to be fixed by Daniel. It's going to be fixed by Apple. So, <laughs> oh, That's funny. I will give God what I cannot do. There are some things that you just cannot do. You have been, you have been fighting and praying and worrying and wondering and crying and yelling and all this stuff over something that you cannot fix. Nothing you can do about it. You got to give it to him. Because if you stay in that place, that worgen, that virgin will choke you to death. You will not be able to walk in the freedom that God has for you. That's just straight up truth. You'll be tiptoeing toe, right alongside of it, and you'll see it. And I know that you want it because we all want true peace in our life. We all want true rest. But if you continue to hang on to something that you can't fix, you continue to worry about that. And you just continue to say, oh, that's just who I am. I'm just a worrier. No, 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 that's not who you are. You're made in the image of our Father in heaven. Quit speaking lies over your life. Quit speaking lies over your life. You are a child of the most high God, and he loves you. Come on, man. I'm preaching to myself. I got to quit speaking lies over myself.
Philippians 4, 6 through 7. Do, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and petition, by everything, but in everything by prayer and petition. Present your requests. With thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And the peace of God which transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds through Christ Jesus. I love that that was, that was there. Everything flows through Christ Jesus. You have a direct relationship to the Heavenly Father through Christ Jesus because he lives in you. Anybody getting anything out of this morning? Anybody? Anybody? Everyone taking notes? (laughs) First Peter 5, 7. Cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. All the things that you cannot do, you cast it on him. All your anxiety. Man, that is a hard thing to do, to give everything over to him. And you know what? It takes baby steps. Quit spinning. Quit spinning. You know when you're spinning, you're taking steps. You know that? You're taking steps when you're spinning. You just got to redirect your steps. You're, you're doing circles with your steps, but God wants you to walk that straight line right to him. Redirect the steps that you're already taking. Start, oh man, that is so good. I'm glad that one person said amen on that. All we do, oh man, all we do is do this, round and round and round and round and we go. But God says, redirect your steps. Take, take the first step forward. Oh man, that's got to free somebody. That just freed me right there. Third thing, no matter what happens, I will trust God. No matter what happens, I will trust God. Ah, that's a hard one. Because what if my mama dies? What if my spouse passes? What if I never get to have the kids that I've wanted to have? What if I never get my dream home? Or what if I get sick? No matter what happens, no matter what, I, I gotta learn to trust God. I gotta, I gotta learn to trust God. What's crazy about that is no matter what happens, because there's always gonna be something that happens that wasn't in your plan. <laughs> you know, the word of God says that we make all the plans, but God directs the steps. That just messes me up. Well, God, you want me to plan? Yeah, I want you to plan, but I want to direct it. Because your, your human mind doesn't, doesn't, even, doesn't even register what I really want for you. And there's going to be things that you're going to go through. There's going to be things that you're going to experience that are way out of your control that you can't handle by your own, on your own, and you need a Savior. We all need a Savior, all of us. I need a Savior every single day of my life. No matter what happens, I will trust God. Matthew 6, 33, 34, but seek first his kingdom. That's why it's a good exercise in the morning just to wake up and go, thank you, God. 
know what else to say, but just thank you. <laughs> thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. You, you're, putting, you're putting your thoughts on him, thus breaking Vrgen in your life. And putting your thoughts on the author and the perfecter of your faith, thus breaking the stranglehold of the enemy in your life. A simple three-letter phrase. Thank you, Father. If you feel like you don't know how to pray, start right there. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. When I put my focus on him, when I put the kingdom first, when I put my mind on him first, all those other things will be given to me when I need them and at the right time. Not when you want them, but when you need them. We like to twist that a little bit. Oh, if I seek out God straight up first, yeah, he gonna bless me with a winning lottery ticket. No, you'd be way worse than you could ever possibly imagine if you won that lottery. All these things will be given to you as well. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Proverbs 3, 5 through 6. I'm going to get the band to come on up. Proverbs 3, 5 through 6. As the band comes up, I want you to, to listen to this. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways... Acknowledge him, and he will make your paths straight. Spinning. Father, I'm going to thank you. I want to thank you, Father. I'm going to lay this at your feet, God. I'm going to thank you, Father. I'm going to thank you, Father. I'm going to acknowledge you in all of my ways, Father. I'm going to acknowledge you in all my ways, Father, because I know that you're going to make my path straight, Father. You're going to make my path straight, and all of a sudden, you're walking a straight path. Your eyes are closed because you're just worshiping him, and you're learning to trust in him, and you're finding freedom in him. And every time you start to turn, you start to acknowledge, and it brings you right back straight again. Father, we thank you. Father, we thank you for your goodness in this place. We thank you for your word that transforms us. Father, we thank you, God, that, that we can come together in a place and, and worship you and learn more on how to trust you Father, we thank you for a community of believers that truly have come together as family in this place to lift each other up, to hold one another accountable, and God, to, to go outside of these walls and make an impact in our city.
Because, Father, you've called us to be world changers. You've called us to be city changers. Father, you have called us no longer to be wanderers, Lord God, but, God, to be in your army and to praise you and to worship you and to thank you. I'm feeling a release, a release for some of you in this room. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. If that's you, just, just start saying, thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. You're going to be different. You're not going to be the same. It's not going to be easy. But God's going to bring you people to, to continue to speak life into your situations. They're going to, they're going to help you when you start to spin and labor. They're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna put those bumpers alongside of you, like in bowling, to keep keep you going straight. God's faithful. He loves you. He knows you're not perfect. You don't have to be perfect. God just wants you to fully trust Him. And today, this morning, is your first step in that. Thank you, Father. 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 Let's stand in this place today. I'm gonna, I'm gonna come over here real quick. Pretend like I'm not doing this. It's okay. Just stand quietly. You may have already had that. I don't know. I didn't even look. Yeah, Adam, I've already did. It's fine. I changed it again. We're going we're gonna to go into worship. It's 1120. We're going to use every bit of our time together this morning. We have these things that we just talked about. I, I will do what God asked me to do. I will give God what I cannot do. And no matter what happens, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to trust him. The Holy Spirit right now, and I believe this, the Holy Spirit right now is, is laying on your heart one specific thing. Take that first step this morning. It doesn't matter how long you've been serving Jesus Christ or been a part of the church. You could have been born in the pew and, 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 and served in the church your whole life. This is for you as well this morning. Don't forget where you came from. God wants to use you mightily. So some of us this morning just need to take the first step. He's not asking you to do all three right now. That, that, that he's, going, he's going to take one step at a time because that's how good our God is. He loves you. He wants you to learn this, not, not just to be forced into this. It's one step at a time. So pray about it. Pray about it. Pray about it. Pray about it. That's what worship is all about, is praying about things. I, 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 I'm going to steal this from, from one of my pastors, Stephen Furtick. He said, he said, he said worship is, is worry in reverse. Back it up. Beep, beep, beep. <laughs> that makes sense in my head. I think it's fun. Got too serious in here. I needed to, I needed to calm it down. Beep, beep, beep. We can't fully worship when we are stuck in worry. When we are stuck in worry. 
When all we're doing is driving forward in worry, all we're doing is doing donuts in the parking lot with Vergen. That's all we are. We cannot fully worship him. And if we can't fully worship, we can't fully live a life devoted to Jesus Christ. And God wants that so bad for you. He wants that freedom in your life. Freedom that sets you free. That that peace, that rest in your life. And I believe this with all my heart. I said this morning was going to be a pivotal moment for people in this room, and I believe that. You got a choice this morning. You got a choice. You can continue to go down the same old path and keep continue to do all those donuts in your life and, and just live in that, that constant spin cycle, which is which is no fun because you can't see straight and and, and you can't everything's blurry by the time you get done and you always wind up in the exact same spot. You can continue to live that life or you can ask God and you can just praise God and you can start to learn to trust God and all of a sudden he starts to straighten your path and you start walking down the path that he was made for you specifically and you get to see clearly and you get to hear clearly and you get to worship clearly and you get to love clearly and you get to love clearly and you get to love clearly every single day of your life. And even when there's chaos, even when the storm comes, thank you, God. Thank you, God, because I know who you are, God. I know I can trust you during this time because I can't fix it. So I'm going to give it to you. I'm going to give it to you. I'm going to give it to you. Father, I just give it to you. Oh, but that worry starts coming again. Oh, God, I just give it to you. Father, I give it to you. I've met some people in my life that they're just like that. They were just always, I just give it to God. I'm just going to give it to God. And I always thought they were weird. thought they were super Christians, right, that I could never live up to. But you know what I've come to realize is that they're speaking truth. Their life may not be perfect. They may be in utter chaos, but they are speaking the truth that sets them free. Call them super Christians. Call them whatever you want to, but, but I'm going to learn a little lesson from them. I'm going to learn to speak some truth. It's going to eventually set me free. So God, you have it. God, you have this church. You have my family. You have my finances. It's all yours. God, I give you permission to do what you want to do in my life. That's a scary prayer. It's like praying for patience. Right now, right now is your moment, right now. So let's worship together. I'm not going to pray over you. You have direct contact with the Father through Jesus Christ who lives in you got that right. So exercise your right this morning. Ask the Holy Spirit, what what do I need to do? Where, Where are you directing me? Call out to him. He's our helper. That's who Jesus Christ sent. He's our helper. Let's watch what God will do at this moment, these next few moments together. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Amen, amen. Come on. Come on. Come on, church. Come on, church. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Come on, church. Well, I hope you enjoyed the podcast today. 
If you did, there's a couple things I would love for you to do. First, share this message with your friends and your family or, or share it online. Secondly, if this ministry has impacted you and you'd like to give to help us reach others, please go to valiantchurch.com and click the giving button. And I'll see you next time on the Valiant Podcast.